I do want to turn to uh, just an, another issue before we go because we will be returning to that issue uh, on, on subsequent programmes but uh, Jane the climate crisis and the attendance in, in, in COP the Minister for the Environment was able to uh, continue his attendance there uh, thanks to Jennifer Whitmore sitting next to you uh, by agreeing a, a pairing there but there's been Eamon Ryan has been there the Taoiseach has addressed it but Mary Robinson has had an interesting uh, role at this COP a very a very prominent role as a result of a debate she had with the debate if, if that's the right word for it with one of the hosts Yeah so she had a conversation with the president of COP28 Sultan Al-Jabir um, so he's the UAE's industry minister and he's also the CEO the CEO of um, Abu Dhabi's National Oil Company which you know is you know kind of um, surprising for the, the president of COP but um, so during that discussion with Mary Robinson he suggested that there is no science um, to show that phasing out fossil fuels would achieve the world's climate goals which I think most people you know when that news came out I think was it yesterday the, over the weekend a lot of people would have thought that was a, a Waterford Whispers headline rather than something you'd see in, in traditional media but um you know, that was countered uh, quite strongly. You know, the scientists there show that uh, phasing out fossil fuels is what's needed to be done to to um, keep us within our planetary boundaries and to help us achieve to stay within our um, uh, the 1.5 degrees of warming, if that's still achievable. Uh, Jennifer Whitmore, the um, the global temperatures are going in, in the wrong direction. I take it you're not uh, on the side of the United Arab Emirates in all of this. You'd be leaning more towards the Mary Robinson point of view. Uh, would absolutely. You? And I think Eamon Ryan can probably thank the Sultan for for, uh, for him staying over there because when I heard those comments over the weekend, it made me incredibly concerned about the direction that the discussions were taken. And I think it became really apparent that it was important that the minister stay uh, for those discussions in, in, um, in Dubai. So, um, look, no, I mean, we're, we're obviously going in the wrong direction. Um, and but in I terms of phasing out the fo- fossil fuels, that's, you know, you would hardly expect, I suppose, the head of a petrol power to, 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 to agree with that. But in, in terms of what Ireland has in offering wind energy, the wind energy, uh, wind energy Ireland found that 95% of industry experts here don't believe that we'll reach our 80% of electricity generated, the target of having 80% of electricity generated from renewable sources by 2030. Would you agree with that? I think there's certainly going to be significant challenges. Um, and I think there is a lot of barriers to to implementing that, uh, to, to meeting that target. Um, and a lot of them are in the planning system, um, in the sort of admin bureaucratic system. Um, and, and we're not good. Ireland isn't good at delivering on the actions that we say we're going to deliver on. Um, but, you know, even if you take it a step back, like the, the government... Uh, has the Climate Action Plan, which essentially is the document that is the pathway to us meeting the 51% reduction uh, that that we're legally obliged to meet. and even if the government, so this is essentially a collection of all the policies that the government were, are planning to implement in order to meet that that target. Even if the government implements every single one of those policies 100% of the way, there is not enough policies or uh, not ambitious enough policies to actually meet the 51% target. So right. the government's own policy isn't sufficient. It will only meet 29% uh, of, of the... No, twenty nine percent, twenty nine percent of uh, that, that, and that was the EPA do, does that analysis every year. Last year it was twenty eight percent. This year it was twenty nine percent, and we have a new climate action plan each year. So, um, it, it it wasn't okay. even. I, I, I just want to get to Garda Hearn and Port McLaughlin in the time out of Garda Hearn. Just on the wind energy issue, the the problem for wind energy providers, as they see it, is that the. Uh, Areas aren't being identified, the plan isn't being identified. So when investors come to them that are willing to build wind farms, they can't tell them there's a firm plan in place, is what they say. How do you answer that? 
Yeah, like uh, I can un- I can understand it, and and like that needs to change extremely quickly if we're if we're to meet our targets by t- by twenty thirty. Like that's twenty six years away. Like it's 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 very challenging. But when we say that Ireland are struggling to targets, the wor- real worry is almost every country in the world is struggling to targets, and every COP meeting we have, new agreements are put in place of targets that need to be hit, and um, uh, it's it's a challenge for every single country. It'd help if wealthy countries pulled their weight, though, wouldn't it? Well, I think what happened before COP twenty eight started wasn't wasn't a good sign of how the how the meeting was going to go in the first place. You know. All right, Porrick McLaughlin, we're not short of wind of of many varieties in Ireland, but the offshore wind um, would it be a good start to start identifying areas uh, and going back to the previous topic, working with people to ensure that projects can go ahead and go ahead quickly. Yeah, one of the positive things happened in recent times is the uh, Seafood uh, Offshore Renewable Energy Task Force. So it's pulling together the various stakeholders, including fishermen, uh, the energy companies, environmental NGOs, stakeholders, to try and agree uh, a shared approach. We have to avail you know, of the full potential of wind, solar, hydro, whatever it is. Um, but uh, Jennifer's absolutely right. Unfortunately, bureaucratic blockages are a massive problem in this right. country. It's going to cripple this country in terms of our ambition. OK, back in a minute. The Late Debate with Colm Mungon on RTE Radio 1.